welcome to Hawk Talk. It's my Oxy Culture Podcast, where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard, and joining me, as always, is my lovable band of goons, starting with Noel Shefflin. <laughs> and Jeremy Lee. And uh, Tony's not here today. Uh, he is stuck at work, and we have to record. Yeah, so, but he's uh, here in spirit. Yes. Before we get started, we just launched a sock campaign. Yeah. Uh, so check out all these awesome socks. Jeremy's going to put up a link here somewhere. Or a, a little socks. image. Yeah, these Isma socks. You guys uh, actually demanded socks quite, yep. quite feverishly. Every, everyone tweeted at me. Yeah, there's a lot of people <laughs> tweeting at Noel for socks. So here it is, guys. These are custom design socks. They're only available for the next eight days, starting from today when this podcast launches and uh, or uh, releases. So if you guys want to get those socks, uh, pick them up. They're pretty neat. Uh, and we need to sell 20 in order to fulfill any orders. So if we don't sell 20, then we can't fulfill any of the orders. So uh, if you want, uh, pick them up. It supports us, supports the show, and they're pretty cool. And, They're dope. Uh, yeah. Uh, be sure to support us over on Patreon if you like the content that we make. And uh, yeah, that's all I got for now. But Let's. What are socks? Socks. They're things that you go on your feet. And what are feet? Uh, they're the things on the end of your legs that touch the floor when you walk. Mm, when you okay. walk. How about when you levitate? Levitate. Mm. Levitate. Levitate. All right. Well, anyway. Let's talk about about, <laughs> about some show stuff. Let's talk about some topics. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. What? <laughs> okay. No. Stop singing. Well, um, what was the first topic? First topic we wanted to discuss. So we went to uh, Twitter and Facebook, asked you guys what you'd like us to discuss. Uh, one of the most uh, common results was uh, Zendaya as Mary Jane. Hell now, yeah. this is not confirmed, uh, but uh, it's not confirmed, but it is heavily rumored. Some sites are saying that it's confirmed. Some sites are saying that it's not confirmed. I am pretty sure it's not 100% confirmed yet? Yeah. I don't think it's official, but I feel like it's what's going to happen. It's not toast to fish. Yeah. But they're saying that Zendaya is uh, possibly going to play Mary Jane Watson mm -hmm. in the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming film. Aren't Wh they already filming, though? Yes. What are they... Uh, I'm sorry. What is she from? I don't know. This is something on Disney, Disney Channel. Okay. She is Disney star all the way. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, I haven't seen anything that she's been in, so... Me neither. All that with Bella Thorne. Okay. All that. That's Nickelodeon. You're right. <laughs> what am I thinking of? I don't know. Uh, dancing. She dances. Okay. Well, I'm She's a really good dancer. I'm going to look her Type up. Along with Bella Thorne. What is the show called? I forget. I have younger siblings, so that's <laughs> how I know. Not that I watch <laughs> Whatever it or anything. Whatever you say, anything. dude. <laughs> Whatever you say, man. It's okay. You don't have to. You, you don't got to front with us, man. We're all friends here. <laughs> you can love the Disney Channel as much as you want. Nobody's judging you. <laughs> I'm judging you. I'm just kidding. I'm not. Did you guys like the Disney? Were you guys more like Disney Channel, Cartoon Network, or Nickelodeon growing Cartoon up? Cartoon Network all the way. Disney Channel all the way. Cartoon I Network. hated Cartoon Network. Cartoon, dude. Cartoon Network for me too. The only Cartoon Network show I liked was Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Was, I love that. <laughs> that was all of the, all the shows, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. And then when Toonami came on, yeah, but like Dexter's Laboratory. Didn't like it. The Powderpuff Girls. Didn't like it. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Did not like that. You're one. a heathen. <laughs> all right, so Samurai Jack. I never. I actually never watched it, so I can't judge. Uh. So she was on a show called Shake It Up. Shake It Up. Shake It Up. That's what it, yeah. Ran she, from 2010 <laughs> to 2013, and her name was Rocky Blue. Oh, right. Rocky. Rocky she says she's been working pretty consistently, and for some reason. Good for her. I do not see Spider-Man on her IMD. Oh, upcoming project. 
<laughs> you silly Sally. Uh, silly goose. Did yeah. someone just add it, or is it like No, it's legit. the upcoming projects. Uh, she goes by her first name only. That's dope. Goals. Um, Marketing. So I haven't seen her act or perform, so I don't know how awesome she's going to be as Mary Jane, but I'm actually I'm pretty excited about this casting choice. Mary Jane is a model. This girl looks like a model. Yeah. So uh, that's fitting. Yeah. <laughs> she's gorgeous. Yeah. So I'm I'm about it, uh, and I feel like and I feel like as Marvel is doing really good when it comes to and lately when it's when it's coming to diversity, and I'm I and I think that reflecting today's society is important and representing people that aren't being represented, and so I'm really stoked to see her, and I and I I mean. Hmm. I was gonna say something, but hmm. never mind. Think of your words. <laughs> yeah, um, I think yeah, I, th- I think she's gonna be cool. I hope they go with. Uh, I hope they like tint her hair red, um, just to be. What if they don't? Then whatever, man. Like <laughs> it's hair. I, honestly, yeah. Like uh, Barry Allen's hair is black. Uh, yeah. So. So <laughs> yeah. You know, it doesn't uh, change his speed, so it's also, fine. Every version of Batman we've ever had Blue on eyes, camera hair. has had well has had brown brown hair. Oh, brown brown hair. hair. Yeah. Has had brown hair in the last two Batman. No, the last <laughs> Michael three... Keaton was the only one with black hair. And even then, I don't even think it was actually black hair. I think it was just dark brown, but it may yeah. be black. Yeah. Well like yeah, I totally thought it was dark brown. I'm just I'm just saying like people people get really up in arms with that, but every version of Batman we've ever had has had like has had brown hair and brown eyes when Batman has black hair and blue eyes in the Fact. comic. He's known for having black hair and blue eyes. So, like, do I care? No. Like, Ben Affleck, in my opinion, looks the most like Bruce Wayne, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think if Val Kilmer dyed his hair uh, black, he could have been. Yeah. He's a, he was a bit of a pretty. He was, he was he a was pretty a, Bruce Wayne. He was definitely Wayne. a, a pretty mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne. He definitely. Uh, but he, you know, ha- he was stern. I don't know. I, I, he was Bruce to me. To say this, I know like we're getting sidetracked here, but yeah. just like a real quick aside, I think that Val Kilmer and George Clooney could have been great Batman with the right script. I agree completely. And I think okay. that it's not fair that George Clooney gets shit on all the time because he's not the guy who made that costume with the nipples. He's not no. the guy who directed it. No. He is literally just the guy who put on the costume and he's pretend- a great actor. Yeah, he's, he's a, a great actor. Fantastic actor. actor. Yeah. yeah. Your boy's what an Oscar it? winner. Uh out of sight. Oh man, that what movie, an awesome movie is awesome. Cinematography in that movie is amazing. Yeah, I love that. It's just that opening scene. Yeah, next well, level anyway. cinematography. But yeah, I'm sorry. It's just like, but again, like, uh, who, how many times? Who said this what? with her being Mary Jane? Like, who? there was like, dude, so m- I don't know where the I, I honestly don't know where the source was, but like. All of a sudden, I wake up and everyone is tweeting me articles. So yep, I got yeah. like three or four different articles from different Same. Uh, web outlets saying that uh, that she is cat. One of them said, uh, one of them said uh, uh, Zendaya, Spider-Man: Homecoming character revealed. Yeah, like people who were mm. some of the articles were saying it as if it was definitive. Mm-hmm. And so it definitely like right when I got off, I was like, okay, so I guess Zendaya I guess is, is confirmed. Thing. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah. I was super excited when I heard that news. I was like, I was more excited about that when I heard about Ben Affleck being cast as Batman. <laughs> so, I'm about okay. it. Okay. Why are you excited? Uh, because I just I like diversity and I like I like black girls. So okay. like I can relate to I can relate to Peter yeah. Parker a lot more now. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, I I'll be honest. I really don't, I don't care about the casting for Mary Jane whatsoever. Yeah. Like I mean, what really if they casted Donald Glover as Peter Parker, 
Cool. I was actually totally for that. I was one of those people who was like, yeah, Donald. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I want that. <laughs> Same. I want no, I he's wanted a, that. He's seven. really cool. Yeah, he's awesome, dude. And like so much charisma. And he's so, like, the, uh, his, you saw The Martian, right? Yeah. His intro scene. Like, yeah. that was Peter Parker to me. Like, I, so I could yeah, totally I see could, him as Peter oh, Parker. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> I totally see it. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> now The Martian just feels so different now. <laughs> <laughs> huh. You know, a lot of people have been very up at arms about this casting, mm-hmm. and it really does suck. And yeah, it's upsetting. I know mm-hmm. that it's not coming from a place of prejudice, like that. I know that I'm. I'm I know that's not like what people's intention yeah. is by saying that people are they, just so attached to these things because they grew up with these yeah, source yeah. material. That because they love the way that this character looks. But I also want to say like. Iris West is a redhead in the comics, and she's been black in both iterations of the show. True. And every time they cast someone, I'm like, cool. Yeah. I like I like both the actresses that they chose for that character. Same. I'm sure uh, Zendaya will be great as Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. I think that that do we you know usually like to have our characters kind of how they are in the comics? I mean, I can see a lot of people being like totally for that, but look at the Flash too. Freaking Barry Allen is blonde. Yeah. And he's he's not just blonde. His hair is like yellow. Like straight yeah, like yellow. Hella blonde. In the, yeah. In, in every iteration I've seen like uh, illustrated. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, mm-hmm. Grant Gustin even, who is l- beloved as the character, has brown hair. Yeah. So I, I don't want to hear people saying that it's her hair yeah, that is the problem. Like it's not her hair, guys. That's a silly like excuse. let's let's like dig deep and understand like that's not that's not a lot of people's gripes. Yeah. And even if you don't mm-hmm. think that's your gripe, it's like they can dye her hair. Is there's there still a problem here? <laughs> like I'm just, you know, no, it's like who cares? Yeah, that's exactly. really is my my total consensus on it. Like I don't care who they cast as not, Mary Jane. Neither do I. As long as really long, don't. Yeah, I, I don't care either. It doesn't does not matter just as long as they do the character justice. Yeah. That's I, all. I'm just like, and I think that Will's freaking like Kevin Feige's overseeing it. It's, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. It sucks to see like this poor actress getting ripped apart mm-hmm. uh, for this sort of thing when she didn't do anything wrong. Nope. And she literally got the role of a lifetime. And I always find it interesting uh, because I'm guilty of of criticizing uh, some of these people as well. Mm-hmm. Like I've been very careful of it the last few years, but like in the beginning, uh, like certain casting choices definitely put me. Oh, off. totally. Yeah. And and it's like, dude, that actor literally like Ezra Miller. I, I think that was the moment where I was like, holy shit, dude. That kid wants to be the Flash so badly. So bad. So yeah. badly that he has so much passion and hunger and drive and excitement to be this character. You know he's going to do his best to give the character justice. Absolutely. He's not just taking the role for cash. He's doing it because he wants he to wants do it. He wants to. And it's like, get freaking you can't. You got to get behind that, man. Absolutely, like, dude. This character want, like, at the end of the day, is it the character's appearance that we love? Or no, is it it's the what they stand for. Yeah, or is it what they stand for? Is it what they is is it yeah. how they behave? Is it how they impact the world? I think mm-hmm. uh, I think I saw uh, a, uh, what's it? Director of Guardians of the Galaxy. What's his name? James Gunn. James, James Gunn, Gunn wrote this big thing on Facebook, and yeah. I was like, I agree with you totally. I like one hundred. James Gunn is a smart dude. dude. That, that guy gets it. He, I call him Jimmy the Gun. Don't do that. Okay, uh, that's not. He I don't like call that. Him. How do you know? 
Because I talked with him. Oh, okay. Did yeah. you talk with him? No, I didn't. <laughs> that I overheard surprised. a conversation. I, that's cool. <laughs> I heard his name. <laughs> yeah, he's some guy. We Hollywood, were once right? in the same state at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I don't know how much more we gotta we we can really talk about Zendaya yeah. in this role. We don't not especially since with it's him. not official. So yeah. like we I don't mm-hmm. know. We can't uh, really talk too much about her work because we haven't really. We're Who's not. directing Spider Man? Steve. Who is, who is sure. directing Spider Man? Good question. Let me find. Sam Raimi. Nope. What? I'm pretty sure it's. Steve Steven McSteverson. No, uh, dude. What? Like you? You just asked me. How do you know? You don't know. I know it's not Steve. I, jo- you need. I'm John pretty sure Watts. it's not Stever McSteverson. Jo- <laughs> John Watts. Stephen McQueen. Yeah. Ass. John Watts also directed. Mm-hmm. Nothing that I know. A movie called Cop Car with Kevin Bacon. Mm. Okay. I, like, I do like bacon. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, some TV shows. Oh crap, dude. Which one did this guy direct? What? This guy directed a piece of our RoboCop remake. What? Oh my god. If you guys haven't yes. seen <laughs> if you guys haven't seen our RoboCop remake. Oh, this remake, movie's gonna be great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Which part was it? Please tell me it was it was that super awesome part with the with the guns and the dicks getting blown off, because that was hilarious. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hold on. I'm out looking. of context, this is like what yeah, everyone's like, what is on? happening? What Dude, are you uh, talking about? Guys, if you're over 18, look up Our RoboCop Remake. <laughs> That's literally the name. That Yeah, it's Our RoboCop Remake. And uh, I think the first scene on YouTube is the one that, that pops up on YouTube is the one that I'm that I, I feel as though you need to watch. Yeah. yeah. Because Same for everyone. That's <laughs> because why it's the most viewed. I think me and Tony oh. reacted to it, too. Yes. Let me also throw this out there. If you are easily offended... By male genitalia and extreme violence. Do not watch this. Do not watch this. Because <laughs> that's is, all it is. It is a parody of one of the infamous scenes from the original RoboCop, and it's just they take it so far. <laughs> yeah. And then in the beginning, like, the first time I watched it, my ma- my jaw was just dropped. I was like, <laughs> wait, how did I miss this in the r- movie? Because it looks like so the seamless. original. Yeah. Oh, it's my god, seamless. It looks just like the original movie. They shot with the same equipment, too, I heard. Really? That's Are you serious? Yeah, they rebuilt the entire location to the T. I love that, Costume dude. design, everything exact the same. That is dedication. Like, what? That is brapication. That is brapication. I'm looking <laughs> up John Watts uh, to see which scene he directed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the, the interview with... I, I apparently... Esmer- Ezra Miller is going to be in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. What? In a completely mysterious role. He's not revealing anything. He's being so hush about it. Like, the, so, Was he in the trailer? No. I don't think so. I didn't see him, at least. But mm. um, apparently him and Colin Farrell had like a little interview after the, the Fantastic panel at yeah. Comic-Con. And, or whatever con. And, uh, and Ezra Miller was so stoked about Flash, dude. Like, it was adorable watching him talk about I it. I get awesome. so excited watching how excited he gets, <laughs> yeah. dude, because he gets so Anytime into he talks it. about the Flash, he just, he just <laughs> nerds up. Uh, yeah, that's you awesome. You can just tell, man. I love that dude. He's putting everything into this role. Yep. Or a thing. Or a thing. As they say in every Dude, way. I'm so excited for Fantastic Beasts. Me too, it man. It looks, the new trailer looks so oh good. good. 
Colin Farrell, like I love Colin Farrell. He's a fantastic actor, he looks and awesome. I didn't know he was. A, he was apparently he's a big Harry Potter fan. I didn't know that, what? and like that made That's me love awesome. him even. Yeah, I know, right? Like, oh my god, like, imagine him when he got the role. It was <laughs> like, his, oh my yes. <laughs> in this interview, uh, they were t- they were asking him like how they how he held his wand, and he's like, oh, I hold it pretty standard, but like if you but if you see other people, and he's like doing this, like if you see how Voldemort hoards it, and then he's like playing with it, and he's like saying these words, I'm like, this dude's a fan. I love this guy. <laughs> he knows exactly what's up. <laughs> Diggy dap. Is he looking up which segment he directed? Yeah, I don't see. Yeah, his do they break name. it down by segment or? Oh, I'm looking up scene 27, which oh. is the infamous scene. <laughs> scene 27. Scene 27. So it says uh, directed Execute by Fatal Farm. Order 66. So, <laughs> so I'm not really sure. Okay, so he directed something with our Robocop remake. It might not be that scene, but Word. watch it anyway. It's really, it's really, it's really messed up. It's, really it's, it's it'll, <laughs> it'll definitely scar some people. It's pretty hilarious. Look, I, I take no responsibility for you watching this and being offended. Yeah. Like <laughs> that is not it on is, us. It is absurdly ridiculous and incredibly offensive to some people. Clear warning. We found <laughs> it very humorous. Yeah. At the same time. Pretty rich. highly unsettling. Yep, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, well yeah. said. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm I'm open. I'm excited to see what uh, Zendaya can do. And, Same here. And excited. Uh, what's the name of the actress who got cast as Iris West uh, in? Uh, I can't remember her name. She was in Dope. Yeah, with, she worked with this director before. Mm. I just think it's really interesting. Was she the lead actress in Dope? She was. Yeah. It's really funny because I find uh, Flash and Iris West to be the most like Peter Parker, Mary Jane-ish couple mm-hmm. in the ju- in the, like the Justice League group of characters. Like yeah. uh, Flash is very can be depending on the iteration, like Peter Parker esque. Yeah. So I think that's kind of interesting, totally. interesting choice and uh, mm-hmm. and exciting at the same time. I like it. She played. Uh, she didn't play Zoe Kravitz. She played the the friend. Oh, Did you, okay. you saw Dope, right? Parts of it. Okay, the the three. Who's the dude? What I saw was really cool. Yeah, though. it's awesome. So uh, her name is Kiersey Clemens. Uh, what yes. ethnicity is Tim Drake? Tim Drake? I don't know if they ever specify what ethnicity he he is, but like everybody, I feel like the Bat family in general, I've always seen as being different ethnicities mm-hmm. yeah that's like what I you have too. uh dick grayson who i see as being like either eastern european or middle eastern somewhere he's romanian he's romanian yeah. romanian yeah so uh and then jason you, todd is jason todd Irish? at one point was a redhead he had red hair and freckles and then yeah. dyed his hair black mm-hmm. i think he was even blonde when he was first introduced huh. hmm. as robin so uh, i always always imagine uh-huh where did he come? He grew up in Gotham. He grew up in Gotham, slums of Gotham, the streets. And then uh, Tim Drake. Tim Drake. I'm assuming I always... he was born there too, right? Yeah, I think so. Yes. I always thought that Tim Drake. Uh, Tim Drake was like a Keanu Reeves type mm-hmm. guy, like uh, a- maybe Asian, half Asian. Yeah, yeah. same here. Um, I can see that. Uh, just like even just the way they draw him, I feel like sometimes reflects it. Even though he's got blue eyes and black hair, I'm like, mm-hmm. I always see like I've I know some half Asian people with blue eyes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's some pretty people, dude. I mean, like, it's <laughs> yeah, it's what a mix, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, guys, why? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's uh, let's move on. I want to talk about the defenders. All right, let's. Can we talk? Can we talk about the defenders? No. <laughs> can we talk about the defenders? <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, Charlie at Wizard World. Uh, Wizard World Chicago. Wizard World. Wizard World Chicago, which was like two days ago. Chicago. You had the cast of uh, of uh, the Netflix 
shows. I don't know which uh, who was all there, uh, but I know specifically all of them. Probably specifically uh, Charlie Cox, the guy who plays uh, Matt Murdock slash Charlie, Daredevil. Charlie yes. Penis. Okay. On a side note, I did not know. I. It's funny how you rewatch movies and go, "Oh my god." That's that one person from that show that just got popular. <laughs> Charlie Cox is in Theory of Everything. Yeah. And I when I watched Theory of Everything in theaters, I he was a pretty important character <laughs> and I liked that character a lot and that was cool. But then it wasn't until after I watched Daredevil, I went back and saw parts of Theory of Everything. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> this changes everything. Because I now the I game see changed Daredevil now. Yeah, I know. Like I Wait a minute, can I he see, see those scenes. Can he see in the? Yeah, I'm He's kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. That, I'm joking. That's that was that was me doing what you were thinking. You're like, uh, how is he like able God. to move his eyes and like be able to uh, see you mean images? Is not acting? <laughs> huh? Um, he is acting. But anyway, uh, back on back on topic. Uh, Charlie Cox was saying something. Charlie Cox was saying that what Daredevil learns from Defenders uh, will carry over to Daredevil season three. What do you think he'll learn? Uh, I think, well, he was saying that he's going to be learning about teamwork a lot and that he can't do things alone and that he can't, uh, he needs to, uh, he needs help to, gotcha. to do certain things. And I thought that was pretty cool because uh, so far, Daredevil in both seasons has sort of struggled with with uh, teamwork and, and getting, getting help from other people. And I think that's really cool that the dynamic that will be introduced in the Defenders will yeah. affect, which is cool. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I can't mm-hmm. say that that is particularly surprising to me. Mm-hmm. Because they do that in so all who, the who's movies. A par- who's a part of the Defenders? In the movie, or in the series, it's going to be what? Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist? And do you think Punisher will join too, or no? And Ghost Ride the Whip? I don't think Ghost Ride the Whip is going to join. I think this I is th- just I like thought Ghost Rider is going to be in Agents, Agents of, Shield. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, he will be. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I think it, Ghost I think... Ride the Whip? Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I think... Uh, yeah, and Wolverine? I... <laughs> I, I think Punisher's gonna be in it. Um, he'll at least be in it, whether or not he'll be a defender. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah. then you watch the trailer. I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer for uh, for Defenders. It's literally just like talking with the logo being revealed. Yeah, it's so, Nirvana playing with paper being ripped. Yeah, so Nirvana. <laughs> really I'm say just it's kidding, <laughs> guys. I'm kidding. It's a Boom. visually visually stimulating trailer. Yes. <laughs> uh, but then you have Stick talking, and he's like, he's like, er, what do you? What do you think you four can do? It's me stick. And then Whoa. and then you're like you're like, oh good, I'm glad he said his name. Yeah. He didn't say it. <laughs> what cool. is going uh, on? Me stick. stick. Hey, hey Maddie. Hey Maddie. Stick. I love that guy. What I love Stick. Here? Stick is such a cool character. Get out of my house. Get out of my house. Oh, come on, Maddie. You got a beer? You got a beer in the no, fridge? There's no beer here. You need to leave now. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing. So apparently uh, in the comics, uh, your boy Doctor Strange was a founder of the Defenders. So I wonder if... If. <laughs> if. 
I doubt we'll see anybody from the movies cross over into Netflix. And I doubt we'll see anyone from the other shows mm-hmm. cross over into Netflix. It seems like what the if Net- Agent Coulson just shows up <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. It's like, what there is going a, on? There was a rumor that Coulson would be the one to assemble the Defenders. Hmm. So interesting. But something makes me feel like it's not going to happen. Though. Yeah. I feel like Netflix is its own thing right now because they haven't even they barely reference the movies, let alone yeah. like they just pretend like the other shows don't even exist. Yeah, pretty much. So <laughs> what shows? <laughs> yeah, like Agents of Shield and Agent Crater. Whoa, Agent, Agent, Agent Crater. Oh <laughs> man, I, yeah, I miss English, Agent, bro. I miss miss Agent Carter. Actually, I like I like that show. Agent Crater. <laughs> I should probably watch those shows. Agent Carter's cool. Just to catch up. So the first season of. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was a struggle for me to get through. It was a struggle. Yeah? Yeah, it was rough. It was rough, man. Mm. Second season... S.H.I.E.L.D. of Agents. Yeah, second season was a lot better. Third season, I actually found myself excited for the next episode. Like, I was actually... I was actually... I was like, uh, finally, I actually am starting to enjoy this show. So what what Marvel movie released during the first season that it tied in? Civil... uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. And then the second season... Winnie Soldier. Was Age of Ultron? And then the third yep. season was Diggity Dope Rap Slap. Civil War. Yeah, That's what okay, I said. of Ultra Combat. Yeah. yeah. So, so Winter Soldier, then Avengers Age of Ultron, and then Civil War all affected the movie. Hmm. And, well, like, the thing is, is, like, the first season was dramatically impacted by the events of Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. But then uh, season two really didn't – it, like – built up to the Avengers thing. Like, it was like, look at this helicarrier we have. We're going to put this in the movie and nobody's going to know what's going on. Nobody's going to know how it got here. <laughs> We're just going to pretend like everybody watches the show. And it's like, it's like you shouldn't have the show impact the movies. You need to have the movies impact the show. Yeah. Because the people watching the show watch the movies. The people who watch the movies aren't going to watch the show. Ness is not necessarily. True, true. Uh, so Prime example being me. Yeah, so well, like I that's why that. you walked out of Age of Ultron being like, where the hell did they get that hel- helicarrier? And I was like, where'd that well, Deus Ex Machina come from? Well, actually, I know where the Deus Ex Machina came from. <laughs> it was from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was mentioned once. <laughs> uh, Season 3, Episode 4. No, it was season two, episode like eighteen. They're like, let's call in. There's like the whole the whole season. They're like, it's oh, what what is this project something, project something, or the something protocol. And then what? Yeah, the the whole season. They're like, this is something protocol. And then like episode eighteen, when Age of Ultron came out, they're like, it's time to do It's time to get the. (laughs) the, It's time to plan the something protocol. And she's like, what's that? And it opens up a door, and there's a giant helicarrier. It's like, let's call in the Avengers. Oh snap! And it's like, oh, so you okay? Oh, that's dope. I don't know what happened in the movie. Yeah, it's like, okay, cool. So if you didn't watch the show, that's totally confusing. (laughs) I'm sure, like. Nine out of ten people just kind of dismissed it, mm-hmm. uh, probably, and didn't worry about it too much. It was just, oh, I feel like, no, oh, whatever. Yeah, it, Nick it, Fury whatever. does they, they, Or they heard that, oh, it was in the show. It explains. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But okay. they addressed I, it. There were definitely that. I, that was definitely one of the major complaints that I heard, and I was like, I didn't have that complaint because I watched the show. <laughs> <laughs> so Ghost Rider is going to be in season three it, or four. Four. Did they at all like hint toward anything remotely to Johnny Blaze or like a circus or anything or anything? If they did it was so subtle that I didn't I didn't Johnny get the Bravo. reference to be honest because I actually didn't even know that the rights had gone back to Marvel Word. Okay. at this point and I also huh, they don't. gave the rights back to Marvel. I don't think they gave them. I think no, they Marvel were, took they just, it by yeah. force. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, well, I guess we're never going to make a Ghost Rider movie again because this is not going to be uh, profitable. It's like <laughs> the Disney executives. No, Disney lawyers just walked in the room and like, 
<laughs> Mine. Held yeah. out their hand. Just Claimed. Just, <laughs> nothing else you can do about it. You just got to get it. Did you guys it. hear a rumor that the, uh, Fox might be like leasing out certain characters for Marvel to use in the cinematic universe? I heard I heard a rumor that, that Marvel and Fox have had discussions, but I mean... Yeah, yeah. It was it was just discussions. There's nothing solid. Yeah. I, I thought that was interesting, and I it, it's exciting. It's exciting for me, too. And like seeing how Hugh Jackman is retiring from Wolverine, they would have to cast a new one, and may as well put him in Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, leasing that would, certain characters because they they recast Spider Man and yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fox is like, oh, we don't know what if to they, do. <laughs> see, the thing is, is like they would be unwise for them to recast Wolverine in the same universe. Exactly. So why don't you introduce a character like Gambit next twenty three? Have them like very much fill that that Wolverine esque type mm-hmm. role. And you also have Deadpool, like yeah, yeah and then dead yeah, Deadpool's ba- Deadpool's your new Wolverine for sure. Totally. If they're smart, they'll shoehorn him in everything. Yep. They, if if they're smart, uh, I mean, if like they're smart <laughs> because you can actually start having him. You could throw him in those PG thirteen movies and have him ad- like address the fact yeah. that he's in a PG thirteen movie now and he can't be as off the walls. Like you, like that's a character you get get away with that. Like totally. If you introduced Wolverine, no. Here here's an example. You introduce the Punisher at, in a in a rated R movie. And then you try to bring him into a PG thirteen movie. It's like no, everybody's gonna be pissed. Yeah, they're gonna be like, because that's not the Punisher anymore. But with Deadpool, you can actually have him. You can actually have him uh, doing things like that, saying things like that. Yeah. Like, I'm in a PG-13 movie, guys. So every time I shoot these guys, instead of blood, it's gonna be confetti. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, shoot someone. Nah. Then com- make that headshot sound in uh, in Halo. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. But like, you can get away with that. So uh, having Fox like leasing the rights to Wolverine out to Marvel could be really smart That'd because be then you start smart. incorporating. Uh, Wolverine into Marvel movies, and, and he's a hella Avenger, bro. Yeah, that yeah, be that'd be cool. I mean, but who knows? Who knows if that'll happen? That's, who knows? This that's, is just that, my fanboy wishful that's, thinking. Exactly, that's mm. a perfect world. Yeah, or as they say, perfect. Um, Lease the Hulk. So Universal, they have they own the rights to the Hulk. They just don't own the distribution rights. Yeah. So like Universal would distribute the film, and Disney's like. No, no, <laughs> no. We're the biggest distribution company in the world, so we got this. No, um, so instead we'll just make a Thor so Hulk movie. Dale Jones <laughs> from Twitter. So we're gonna answer some fan questions from the uh, social medias for you guys. Uh, Dale Jones at Dale underscore Jones one asks your least favorite Batman villain. I'm gonna say the Condiment King. What? That's a Batman villain, the mm-hmm. Condiment King. And yeah, he was introduced in Batman the Animated Series, and he has a gun that shoots ketchup and a gun that shoots mustard. Yikes! And he's like, he's got like that's a, amazing. I want those guns. A, a long, a long. <laughs> and I want like, the villain, just the guns, just, just the guns for when you make a burger, <laughs> like a hot dog face. <laughs> yeah, he got, does have a hot dog face. He, he shoots. He's got little black sunglasses, like circular. I mean, sunglasses. I can't top that. That has to be my least favorite. Not even even <laughs> seen him. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of like, all right, all right. What? Okay, uh, just to like get out of the cop out. Who's your least favorite popular Batman villain? Least favorite popular Batman villain. Let me think. Let me think. Penguin. Uh, yeah, I'm, Poison I'm, Ivy. Po- I was gonna say Penguin. Honestly, I'm not a huge fan of Penguin. Penguins. <laughs> Penguins. Penguin. 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 So Benedict Cumberbatch trying to say penguins. Yeah. <laughs> Peng. Penguin. Penguin. <laughs> uh. So. The popular ones, uh, Penguin, uh, Hugo Strange, Mr. Freeze, obviously the Joker, Two-Face, Harley Quinn, Riddler, uh, Riddler, Deathstroke, um, 
Hmm. Um, some of these are like Justice League or Teen Titans villains, like Deathstroke, but mm-hmm. he's fought Batman on multiple occasions. Yeah. Um, Poison Ivy, Catwoman, Catwoman. Uh, Jason Todd, aka Red Hood, Hush. Hush. Dope. Um, Probably Penguin, honestly. I never, I've never been a big fan of Penguin. I don't know much. About, I don't know a lot about a, the character in comparison to other Batman villains, but I, I was never a huge fan of him. Killer Moth. Killer Moth. I wouldn't even say. I think he has one of his B-list villains. Yeah. I'd say maybe Catwoman. Yeah. I haven't read any Catwoman stories that are like compelling to me. Yeah, I can't say that I'm a huge fan of Catwoman as a character either. She's really popular. A lot of people really like her, but I'm like, yeah. I've never really, I've never really felt uh, any sort of uh, attachment um, attachment towards her. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a shipper of Catwoman and Batman. Now you <laughs> like not Batman and Wonder Woman, right? Batman and Wonder Woman. Yeah, no ever since that ship, <laughs> Batman the animated or uh, the Justice League animated series sold that relationship for me. I was like, I need this. Uh, I'm also, you know, I, I know this is bad. I know a lot of people are going to be like, that's stupid. Why would you? I was like, I kind of like Talia Al Ghul and Batman. There's like kind of a weird thing there. There's <laughs> kind of like yeah. a little weird thing there. There's kind of a weird thing there. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. There she, is something there. Let's not forget that one time. Let's, let's, let's not ignore the fact that she definitely drugged him, raped him, had a kid, and then gave him the kid just... Left the kid at his doorstep ten years later. You're not wrong. <laughs> Hella I mean, assassin. Yeah. It's not not just a baby. It's an assassin. Yeah, it's like yeah. he yeah. raised him as an assassin, then left him at the hey, doorstep. This is this little crazy bastard is your problem now. <laughs> he could he'll probably go and try to kill your other sidekicks. Be careful. Careful, yo. But have fun. <laughs> it's like sorry. Yeah, but, uh, have, a, have a good time. I'm going on vacation. Watch watch bit. the kid for me. Yeah, <laughs> Tyler goes up to him and is like, here here's a baby that uh, uh, that we made, and he's Batman's like, what? Here's a baby that we made. He's <laughs> like, he's like, I didn't make a baby with you. What are you talking about? And then she's like, oh, yeah, I drugged you. You were kind of asleep. You were down with it at the time, but you don't remember. <laughs> and he's just like, ah, okay. Wait, so no consent? Okay. So someone. So it so- sounded like that. That's what it sounds yeah. like. So someone beat Batman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Damn. Uh, Finally defeated. <laughs> yeah, so me and Jeremy both agree Catwoman. Uh, I, li- I like Catwoman. I don't, I've never disliked her. She's I fine. don't dislike Catwoman. You're just not like yeah. Catwoman. Yet le- least favorite is the not word keyword. Of I not you. villain that you hate. Right, right. But least favorite. least favorite. If Catwoman is in a comic or in a story or in an episode of the cartoon or anything like that, I'm never. I've never ever been like ugh. Right, right. Okay. Like I'm always like, oh cool, Catwoman, whatever. But like she's not one that like Poison Ivy, Riddler. Talia Al Ghul, Ra's Al Ghul. These are characters that get me excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze specifically is yes. like criminally underrated. He needs to be in a in a movie. And he needs to be yes. done well. Like, yeah, he needs, he needs to be, to be, in a be movie done, done well, well and not with a ridiculous. Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Arnold hey. Schwarzenegger. Hey guys, chill. Oh wow, that was a fun that was a fun question. Um, do you have one? Still don't know I don't, what killed bad. the dinosaurs. The Ice Age. <laughs> uh. How would this? Okay, so Herlina, uh, keep looking for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Story Night, uh, with O being a zero, asks, "How would this world really be when someone gets superpowers? Would we in real life accept it or be afraid for it? We would, I think afraid of it. I think as a society, humans would be terrified. You know what? Like, mm-hmm. give give Batman versus Superman as much shit as you want. Like, that's how I think people would react. Exactly. People would react. It like would that. change. It would change. That's the why universe. that movie isn't fun. Yeah. yeah. Because, because that's it's... how people would actually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> people <laughs> with story of real life. <laughs> they would think that that character. It's or like that Mean Girls is isn't fun because it's literally what happens in school. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's, well, it's like uh, you you see this this god descend from the sky and destroy an entire city. Like, imagine if Superman was responsible for 9-11. Yeah. You know, that's essentially what that was in no. Metropolis, if not worse. Way, what? <laughs> no, way worse. Way Sorry, worse. I take that back. That was way worse. <laughs> yeah, that's an It's entire like an entire city. city of people getting uh, murdered viciously. Yep. So, like, some people are going to think that guy is a god. Some people are going to think that guy is a menace. Some so, people a monster. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, Batman versus Superman. Yeah. That, that's how we answer that <laughs> question. Um, yeah. um, have, any, have any of you guys been reading comics lately or no? Dude, I had time yet. we've or been so caught up in this current video that we've been working on that mystery. it's honestly like even just taking time to record this podcast is eating into time yeah. that we need. We really need to be working on this video. Um, well, we get this see. question all the time. Um what was your best movie theater experience? Ricky Carrillo on Facebook. The Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Yeah? Yeah. All right. That was, that uh, was really easy. Oh. Either The Force Awakens or Deathly Hallows Part 2. Oh. Force Awakens or The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, just Batman. Just, and Batman, just Batman stuff. Batman. Mm. Cool, cool Easter eggs, cool reveals in that movie. Totally. I got really excited at the time and was having a lot of fun with it. And then uh, Star Wars: Force Awakens was like really like nostalgic and emotional experience. Hell yeah! So yeah, what about you? Uh, Star Wars: Force Awakens and Interstellar. Oh yeah, Interstellar. Uh, like was I, it? I wish it was better for you, man. Because like, my top three, top three, top three, top three. Interstellar top three. still is in my top three because I saw it in IMAX still, and I was the reason why we didn't leave the theater because was because of, of the visuals. If you guys uh, are not caught up on the show, uh, me and Jeremy went and saw Interstellar. <laughs> caught at, up on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guys, well, if you guys, some people don't yeah, listen to no, every know, episode, so uh, me and Jeremy went to go see Interstellar at the IMAX at the Palms here in Vegas, and uh, when we got to the theater. Uh, the lip sync was off, but it was yeah, the last the showing. Sync. Yeah, it was like the last showing that we were it actually was able to shifted see. by like half a second off. Yeah, not even one second, but it was enough where it's so distracting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, super distracting. But like the visuals yeah. and IMAX. Granted, were just... I already saw the movie like three times before we went to yeah. see it, so I already knew what was going on. So it wasn't that much of a problem for me, but I. It was annoying. Yeah, it was a it was a problem for me, but I just tried to look at their eyes yeah. and not their mouths. Yeah, as they were talking, because I was just trying to get the visual experience mm -hmm. of watching the movie. But yeah, anyway, uh, which the visual experience is like another level. I think that's the only reason why it's not up there in my top because uh, the palms ruined that experience for me. Fair but then enough. I ended up ruining that one kid's day <laughs> by accident. So you know, yeah, <laughs> I guess what goes around comes around. Yeah, Justin. <laughs> <Timberlake>. <laughs> what questions do you have next? Uh, let's see. From Jacob Alvarado, what are your guilty pleasure movies? Have any guilty pleasure movies? He's just like a lot of people don't like this movie, but I love it. Uh, I feel like Dude Where's My Car is a guilty pleasure movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like so stupid crap like that. Most people don't like the movie. Yeah, like. But I like. Uh, hmm. <laughs> or like it's. It, generally regard as just like a bad movie i feel like i answered this question before but i don't remember what i said <laughs> how about mortal kombat uh i can't watch that anymore <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't deal with it like maybe when i was younger but i i watch that now and i'm like eh. fair enough 
I was going to say a Cinderella story, but that's actually a good movie. <laughs> Fair enough. Your boy Chad Michael Murray from Agent Agent Crater. I don't know if Agent it necessarily Crater. I don't know if it necessarily needs to be a bad movie that makes it a guilty pleasure. No, I guess not. Probably just a movie that you wouldn't normally be into. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I like a lot of movies. Yeah, I like a lot of movies too. Like a wide range. I yeah, I can't really think of one. I, I actually, I haven't rewatched it since it came out in theaters, but I remember I loved Freddy versus Jason for some reason. <laughs> okay. Don't, cool. Don't judge me, man. Not judging. You're already friends with me. You can't take it back. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't know about that. <laughs> sure about that? I don't think that's how it works, guys. Well, since I mentioned it before, I love Mean Girls. Mean Girls is hella. The, it's surpri- it blows my mind that a lot of kids in high school have never seen it. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Kids yeah, in man. high school today haven't seen it because it came out before their time. Like, how could what? you not have seen Mean Girls, man? Right? I haven't seen Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> you, you bitch. <laughs> it's actually a really well-made movie. I've heard it's actually really good. A lot of yeah. people quote it all the time. Yeah, Tina I quote Faye, it all the didn't time. Didn't Tina Fey write that movie? Did she? Really? I'm pretty sure if she, she did, had something to then do with the That writing. would make sense. Yep, <laughs> that would make sense. Uh, Zach Bartlett, do you guys think you'll ever move to L.A.? Oh, I'm sorry, that, that's at Zebra Cloak. Do you guys think you'll ever move to L.A.? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's no escaping that. Our industry is there. Yeah. Yeah, probably eventually. Uh, I'm putting it off for as long as we possibly can just because uh, we're shooting a new video in L.A. Uh, this Thursday, and uh, it has been so tedious yeah trying to lock down the location for this mm-hmm. uh so unbelievably tedious that trying yeah <laughs> it's like it's and word. it's not even it's not even like a big location it's a parking lot out of outside of a studio so it's private property but yet we still need to like file a bunch of permits and insurance and yeah. all this crap and it's like it is so unnecessarily difficult like they really do try to pinch you for everything every single dime that you have mm-hmm. so uh filmmakers mm-hmm. if you're just starting out like I don't know if it's if it's necessarily the smartest decision to rush to move to LA because if we were moving to LA, we'd be spending all our money yeah. on location and less I money. I see a lot of people straight out of film school be like, "Oh, what's your plan after school? I'm going to move to LA." Okay, pound that one, yeah. Okay, well, what? So your plan is just to move? You don't have a plan going forward after that? <laughs> like, how are you going to sustain yourself? Like. Like, have you thought about it? Do you think that LA will be better for you than another city that has? If you're doing work in the city you're in, then that's better for you. Because if you move out to L.A. just to be there and you're not getting work done, that's Kinda, a different story. Yeah. That's the thing, yeah. I, I When just trying to lock down this location, I was like, I've spent more time. The, the funny thing is it's not even a crazy complex location. Like We've shot at more high-budget locations for lower amounts of money mm-hmm. uh, than what we're doing in Los Angeles. And... It just does not make sense financially at this state to move there because we'd be spending so much money on on every aspect of the production, yep. mm-hmm. more so than what we're spending here in Vegas. And at least in Vegas, like a lot of locations, like we shot at a freaking prison. That would cost like 10 grand to shoot yeah, at that I don't location. I want to imagine. Yeah in, uh, yeah, in L.A. And, you know, it's like people in Las Vegas, they want us to shoot there. They want us to get their brand and their and their company name out there. They like they like they're actually yeah. very excited when people come and film stuff at their place. And in LA it's like it's cumbersome for them. And this is why mm-hmm. a lot of Hollywood is Benedict starting Benedict Cumbersome. Yeah, Benedict ben- Cumbersome. 
And this is why a lot of people in Hollywood are even starting to shoot outside of L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many people still shoot in L.A.? All the CW shows shoot in Vancouver. All of them. <laughs> yeah, there's people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All the, even, like, even all the, uh, uh, unless you are one of the major studios there, like, it's hard. Like, it's CBS, hard. yeah. Thor is being filmed in Australia. CBS, like, Warner Brothers. in a different continent. <laughs> is it more, see, okay, so, here's my thing. I know New York, pound for pound, is the most expensive state uh, in the, in, or uh, the city to live in in the continental U.S., right? I, yes. thought, I thought it was San Francisco, but it, it probably is. San Francisco, is. I, I know. Okay, so San Francisco, New York City, or like Manhattan, and then Honolulu, I've heard are the two, three most expensive. Damn. Uh, but yeah, it Honolulu fluctuates. Honolulu is expensive. Yeah, Honolulu yeah. is super expensive. But, so, but like living in New York and shooting, because all the Netflix shows shoot in New York, mm-hmm. there have to be less permits you got to file in New York than in it's LA, right? It's still tough there. It's not easy, but is it worse than LA? I honestly don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I, don't I know. really don't know either. But I feel like it's funny. These film industries are kind of segregated in a way in the U.S. Because if you, the higher level you get in production uh, with the studios and just like with your client work and stuff like that, the more likely you are to be signed to a union. Like you're uni- unionized mm-hmm. because that's how the industry is. And yeah. when you pick a union to join and you pay your dues, you have to pick where you're based. So LA is uh, one place, mm-hmm. one section. Atlanta, New York, and I heard Florida is actually getting up there now too. Yeah, I heard that too. Our, honestly, that's I heard Vegas it. is getting up there too. Like a lot, lot more movies, or at least scenes of movies are being I'm filmed I'm talking in about Vegas. Like union jobs. Pro- oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Union jobs, like the union will still be based in LA, but they'll outsource to shoot here right. because of tax credits and stuff like that. But the industry is still LA. Do they shoot a lot in Chicago? I don't know. They're shooting Batman v Superman in Detroit. Oh, they shot Batman v Superman in Detroit. Where are they shooting? Uh, uh, I know Chicago specifically, like since that city can play as so many different locations, mm-hmm. a lot of productions shoot there. Big budget productions. I don't know about other stuff. I think s- I know for a fact it's cheaper and less cumbersome to shoot in another city than it is in Los Angeles. Uh, yeah. It's I- and it's clear. Like you see all these other, and you wonder why like California is having such a uh, uh, a problem with uh, uh, it isn't isn't California bankrupt? Well, Vegas is bankrupt. Yeah, I know That's that. Fair. That's fair. Uh, but like, we'll have to look into that. I guess it really doesn't, it really doesn't affect this conversation one way or another. (laughs) It seems like, it seems like, uh, they would be making more money Mm -hmm. if they just, if you can shoot somewhere else in another state that doesn't have a film industry, then do that. Oh yeah. (laughs) This is actually our friend, uh, our friend, uh, friends, Andrew and Seth from Andrew M Films, Andrew McMurray. Mm -hmm. Um, they moved to LA and then moved back, uh, to, uh, Louisiana. Alabama? Oh, they're oh. back in Alabama? Alabama, that's where they're from, right? Word. Where are they from? It's pretty sure. I don't remember. It's in the south. Anyway. Bama. Anyway, the they south. moved back to the state they were from because they they came to the realization that we're coming to mm-hmm. and that it's not really worth it at our current level to no. shoot in Los Angeles because we yeah, have a lot so of our co- contacts are out in LA and friends are out in LA. Yeah, we just got- go drive and see them. Yeah. yeah, or fly out. We have so many friends and contacts and co 
coworkers and cohorts and, cohorts and, <laughs> and, and homies collaborators who live in los angeles so yeah. we can always find a way to make it work it's, mm-hmm. it's five hours away from living in la so to answer your question in a roundabout way yes we're gonna move to la eventually uh probably not in the foreseeable future we were planning on moving to la like this year yeah we actually planned to move last year yeah and then we decided we didn't want to because it, the cost just didn't make sense. And truth, and it, after like why trying, put the budget into rent when you can put it into the actual project? That's what I'm saying, man. Like the kind of work that we can do now is is so much. It's so much less. It's stressful, but it's, it feels yeah. less stressful than trying to lock things down in LA. Like, so, so here's a perspective. Uh, like a two bedroom condo fairly small in LA like two bedroom two no one and a half bath no two baths two bedroom two bath is like what 2500 something like that something like that like 2500 yeah. two bedrooms so you're if you split that with a roommate that's I've seen it go up to 3000 man yeah I mean, uh, a couple of our friends have a great deal a great deal yeah. in Sun City uh, which I think is uh, close to North Hollywood mm-hmm. and um and uh, they are paying three grand for three rooms, and that is a great deal. Yeah, yeah, that's and a great like, deal. To put things in perspective, I'm sure there's... so. That's a grand a person just for rent, not including utilities and yeah. internet and stuff like that. Uh, our friend, parking fees. Yeah, parking fee, parking fees every single day. Yeah, Vegas is like what half of that. Yeah, Vegas yeah. is. I'm sure exactly. there are people who uh, some of you guys out there that, like are paying way less rent somewhere mm-hmm. else in the u.s but if you're living in california you're paying those rates and you're like yeah that sounds about right or oh that sounds pretty cheap it's like in vegas you could get a five or six bedroom house for three <laughs> grand yeah like you get a, a mansion house. yeah not just a house you get a like, big ass house <laughs> a big ass house you get, you two get floors, a house like a, you can play a clue in this bitch yeah two yes. floors uh maybe even a basement yeah Three floors, five, six bedrooms, or like five bedrooms and like an office room. Elevators and shit. Like yeah, no, I know. <laughs> five, like, five bedrooms. Every every bedroom is a master bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> now you guys are just exaggerating. Okay, yeah, you're uh, right. That's no, like uh, my brother just got a house out here because he used to live in uh, in mm-hmm. Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. and uh, him and his company uprooted and came here, and um, Silicon to Silicon. Yep, Silicon Valley, and. From Silicon Valley to Silicon Valley. <laughs> Sorry. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, but um, he came out here, and uh, the amount of rent he's paying is like a third of what he was pay- paying in the Bay Area. And, like, we've stayed at his place before. Yeah. yeah. It is Super like, nice. Dude, it yeah. is three times bigger. <laughs> what? It's huge. How Are can you it get real? any bigger? His place was big, yeah. guys. Yeah. It was, it was nice, I'm dude. telling you, it, he has, like, and it's, it's just, I'm just saying, like, to put it in perspective, like how expensive San Francisco and California is in general, so and like you come to Vegas and you get somewhere, yeah, you have to deal with this ridiculous heat. Yeah, God, it Dude, is anytime we stay yeah. at a hotel in California, expect to pay like two hundred a person up yeah. per night, something like that. Yeah, or two hundred a night. Yeah, uh, that's like cheap, but we're so spoiled in Vegas, like so five spoiled. star hotels here on the strip. You can get a deal for like 50 bucks a night. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Look. We rented a hotel room. Groupon guys. Yeah. Like Groupon deals for these uh, five star hotels, like these big brand name hotels. Yeah. Like the Mirage, super like nice hotels, super nice rooms. Even the suite, <laughs> like the presidential suite yeah. you can get for like maybe 200 at most a night. 
Dude, like, rem- what? <laughs> remember when we were shooting uh, the Superboy video and yeah. we had to go uh, shoot at uh, in a hotel room just to get those those shots? Uh, yeah, that shot of the high rise cuts. So high rise shots, high rise <laughs> shots. And then we literally went to a hotel and we're like, we need to book a room for the night. Cheapest thing you got. And like, well, you can get this for fifty bucks, but hey, we're gonna upgrade you to a suite because you're cool. And they were like, "What?" So we got <laughs> upgraded to a, like a bigger suite with a dope ass view. Hell yeah! And we shot instead the- of like a standard bedroom, like a one room bedroom type of deal. Yeah. Like, this is a nice suite. It had its own bed, like legit suite. Like, dope, it dude. Wasn't one of a the living cheap- room and it, and then a bedroom. Yeah, hell yeah. And a work desk and everything, which yeah. we all had to move, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's we cool. had to move it, but <laughs> but I'm mean, just saying, like we yeah. spent and the fact that we can even that. shoot in the hotel room. Which hotel was this? Do you guys remember? Tropicana, uh, I think. I think it was the Tropicana Where? or the Flamingo, right? I think one it was of the Tropicana because we wanted something, we wanted something cheap, and that was one of the cheapest rooms I could find. Um, True. Without like, which I, discounts. It's funny because we shot that in the Tropicana, but I've also shot like scenes in the Flamingo because it's cheap and the rooms are actually nice. It, that was the cheapest at the time, not yeah. the cheapest ever. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys come to Vegas, you guys can get cheap ass hotels on Super the strip, especially if, like nothing mm-hmm. crazy is going on, like fights or even EDC the or high place or the Sheraton, like off of the strip, is like twenty dollars a night. Mm-hmm. <gasps> twenty Gosh. bucks, guys. Twenty bucks a night. Really? Because I remember there's there's a Hyatt place right next to UNLV when I was still going to school, and mm-hmm. sometimes like it was cheaper for me to just stay the night there. That's hilarious. Rather than drive all the way home and drive <laughs> no, all the no, way back. No, absolutely. You live hella far from you. Know, yeah. And it's literally like a five-minute walk, so I'd literally just walk in uh, That's funny. I didn't know that. Room <laughs> and then just sleep there. To tie this back in, it's just things in Vegas are just very cheap and very easy, and we can put out higher production value work for a lot less capital. Cap- Capital, uh, a lot less capital, a lot less capital. Jeez, what is wrong with my indomitable, indomitable spirit? Uh, a lot less capital that we need to put down in order to get cool results. Yeah, like even shooting at the uh, we were shooting in the The tricky part is making it not look like Vegas. Yeah, because Vegas, yeah, (laughs) Vegas is a very distinctive city Mm -hmm. and it's uh, like you look anywhere, you go outside, you look anywhere, it looks like Vegas. Yeah. Mm Especially if you're in a hotel, you look out a hotel room window. Yeah, you're seeing yeah. Vegas. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely Vegas. All the neon signs. Even but even in residential areas, Vegas neighborhoods have such a distinctive look because everything is just rock landscape. Because yep. basic. Why, why would you plant trees and grass in a city that's always 120 degrees? Yeah. Yep. Ridiculous. It's so hot here. But yeah, I mean it's it's just a, a lot easier mm-hmm. to lock down sweet locations and. And makes it more about. It, it's cool because it's it's it you always can also makes it more park anywhere, huh? You can park anywhere. Oh yeah, you can park anywhere here, guys. Yep. The coolest part about that is like we can, when we figure out locations, we figure out locations based on our story. We don't. I feel like we'd have to compromise our locations in LA yeah. to be based off of our locations mm-hmm. and not off of our story. Like we were like all the time. Uh, yeah, I went up to Adam, our producer, and was like, "Hey, dude, I really want to shoot in like a location that looks like a prison. Like, can we find something that looks like a prison?" He's yeah, like, "You found want a legit prison?" Yeah, he's like, "You want a, you want a prison?" I was like, "I mean, yeah, I want a prison, but like, let's see if we can find something that looks as close to a prison." Like, no, no, well, I'll get you a prison. <laughs> Comes back <laughs> no, to no, me no. two days I'll later, he's like, "Hey, I got I locked down the prison." Like what? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I was like, yeah. first of what? all, he's an awesome producer. Oh, he's, Second oh of all, 
we're in Vegas. Like it's we can actually get a prison. Yep. Everyone, go like Black Raven Films on uh, on Facebook and on YouTube, and please let Adam Kilborn at Adam Kilborn on uh, on Twitter. Let him know how much you guys uh, appreciate him because we a lot love of the, him. We yeah, appreciate him. We uh, remember to hashtag that young. Yes. He has basically locked down the locations for our last four videos, and they've all been awesome. He even helped us lock down. He isn't even really a part of our next big video, uh, but he still helped us out on the uh, on the producing aspect. Like very clutch. Yeah, just like came in to the rescue. Uh, the last few days to save my butt. And he's, a, he's a real hero. He, he really is the real, the true hero of Ismael videos. <laughs> uh, anyway, that we definitely went down the rabbit hole with that one. Hello, uh, rabbit holes. One? Yeah. Let's see. Don't move if you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Long story short. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, and you can do it, go ahead. You know, no one's stopping you. What movie genre don't you like? You're not a big horror fan, are you? Not a big horror fan. What about you? What genre do you, do you not like? Just like you just don't like. Um, experimental art house. <laughs> oh, I mean, I didn't know that was an option. I didn't know that <laughs> was an option either. And then that, yeah, I don't like that genre at all. All right, well, let's take out that genre, like horror, sci-fi, comedy, musical, drama, musical, French up there cinema verite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I, it's hard for me to watch those kinds of movies and so French New specific. Wave. I can't watch French New Wave. I'm sorry, guys. Is there any French New Wave movie that you like? Like, is it, have you ever found one that you're like, huh, not bad? No. <laughs> is there any horror movie that you've seen that you're like, huh, I actually like this? Uh, everybody keeps telling me I would like that one horror movie with uh, Thor in it. Oh, uh, yeah. Thor. Yeah. Um, Thor the horror Cabin movie. Cabin in the Woods. Cap Cabin, the Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone tells me Cabin that. Cabin in the Woods. It's funny because anytime anyone who hasn't seen that movie asks, what kind of movie is it? Is it a horror movie? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess, just watch technically. It. Yeah, that's the same response from <laughs> anyone, not just from us. Yeah. I need to watch. <laughs> you just I, need I to see watch it, man. that movie. Are there yeah. any musicals that you've seen that, you, that you've liked? I mean, every Disney musical yeah. ever. Yeah, South Park? That can't count. Um, here's South the thing. Park. I don't that's dis- a musical. I don't dislike Book of Mormon. Musical. I love Book of Mormon. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't dislike musicals as a genre. I just, most they musicals don't I don't enjoy. Fair like, enough. most musicals, I'm like, The Lion King. See, like, when I think of a musical, I don't think of a music uh, a movie like The Lion King, even though that is a musical and is classified under that for sure. But, but like, you think of, like, Grease or, like, Sweeney Todd or yeah, something. Yeah, Grease or Sweeney Todd or... Singing uh, in the Rain. Huh? Singing, Singing in, in the, the Rain. Singing in the Rain. Uh, shit, that West one. West Side Story. West Side Story. Yeah, I think of movies like that, and gotcha. I'm like, those movies have never really spoken to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and then horror movies, I'm like, I just I don't really. I feel like you. I feel like I've rarely seen a horror movie that focuses on character, and yeah. it's mostly always just about like being gross or <laughs> or like no, jump scares or something like that. Like yeah, like creating that sort of like horrifying suspense sort of thing and i'm like that's cool it's not really my Even cup of tea. movies like the exorcist or rosemary's baby movies like that which are classic horrors they they don't focus on character they focus on atmosphere they focus exactly even mm-hmm. alien which is or technically theme. a horror movie they definitely focus on the atmosphere i mean yeah. i guess a lot on ripley too but like m- was definitely. the first terminator considered a horror movie i don't think so uh, no think i'd so. say that was a drama sci-fi drama yeah 
sci-fi action drama. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that excerpt. So <laughs> I, I asked this because Ricky Carrillo on Facebook asked if there's any, if you have a favorite movie in a genre that you dislike, and that was my way of asking it because oh. I knew how to, con- I knew how to communicate okay. that. <laughs> my favorite. So I'm not a really big horror fan, but I love 28 Days and 28 Weeks Later. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm. Um, that's probably the only genre that I'm like, I don't like that genre that much. What actually, genre zombie have movies? I, zombie movies. I actually, are I actually do yeah. like zombie movies. Yes. So World I, War Z. Hello. Yeah. It's like, but see, like I always feel like zombie movies are, are. It's the it's its own branch of horror. It's its own it's, branch of horror, and I like that branch generally. <laughs> like yes. that works for me. To- the torture porn it. videos. I'm like the movies. Uh, torture porn movies. I'm like no. Mm-hmm. Hostel, Saw. No, thank you. Not, Slasher not movies. Not yeah, for me. Yeah, just trying to like see how gross you can get yeah with mm-hmm. those practical effects yeah i'm just like i don't need this like it's so the weird hell? the different genres of horror because there's like psychological then there's just like flat out gore and yeah. then there's like suspense thrill like yeah there's a lot i can't believe that those gore movies are actually like rated r some of them are not like pushing that nc-17 same same apparently uh rob zombie gave either it was either house of a thousand corpses or devil's rejects it was one of those but he gave it to uh, the MPAA and like seven times it came back with the uh, with the uh, NC seventeen rating <laughs> to recut it. Yeah, to recut it over and over. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. So bloody. Uh, sorry, Jeremy, I cut you off. What were you saying? I don't remember. You were saying something about a horror movie, zombie movies. We were talking about zombie horror, NC seventeen. No ratings. Torture porn. Oh, I was gonna Song. ask. Um, are there any movies or genres that I talk about that you notice that I don't like? You don't like? No, there are ones that you that you talk about that I can see that you specifically like, but I can't think of anything that you dislike. I feel like we don't really touch on genres specifically that we dislike. We talk yeah. about like movies that we like and movies that we dislike. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing is like I don't dislike any genre completely. Yeah, that's, same that here. would be ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it's like Yeah. And I, I feel like I have a wide variety of definitely. movies. Yeah. You definitely do. So like if it looks interesting, I'll watch it. I don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah, I probably don't have as wide variety. But you haven't seen Harold and Kumar. Which I, one? I saw the first one. Oh, no, it was, a du- it was Dude, Where's My Car that you haven't seen, right? Yeah, I haven't oh. seen Dude, Where's My Car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I like... just never had the occasion to. I'll, I'll still watch it. If it's yeah. on, I'll watch it. <laughs> Is that movie? And you, have, you haven't seen any of the Kevin's, the Jay and Silent Bob movies, have you? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> That's also, ridiculous. I know. Dude, also, how have you not seen Mallrats? It's one of the best comic book movies of all time. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> well... Like I said, <laughs> I just never had the chance to watch these movies. They're fun, dude. Mallrats had the first Space Stanley can- cameo. It did. It totally did. Yeah, the first Stanley cameo was uh, was in Mallrats. Mallrats. Yeah, you're wrong. You're not wrong. I heard about that. I showed I showed him a couple scenes from from uh, some Jay and Silent Bob yeah. movies, and he's like, <laughs> "I love it." Yeah, and I want to see the whole movie. I just haven't had a chance to sit down and watch those movies. <laughs> What the fuck is the internet? <laughs> you'll, exactly. you'll know what that is when you watch Mallrats. It's so good. So good. So good. So Hitchhiker's good. Guide to the Galaxy. I, I love seen that. that movie. I haven't seen it. And Dude. I hear awesome things about it. <laughs> Galaxy Quest. I haven't seen that. But I hear I, I hear great things. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. yeah that's see, what all of these movies, recommend. I hear great things and I really want to see them. I just... When do I have time to sit down and watch these? Dude, yeah. I haven't even had time to watch Stranger Things. And everyone's like, have you seen Stranger Things? And I'm like, no. Dude. And they're like, you, you Stranger suck, Things I hate is you. fucking awesome. I <laughs> love suck, Stranger I hate Things. You. Yeah, Stranger Things is it's yeah. right directly up Danny oh, Alley. 
Oh yeah, it's okay. So you're telling me it's Danny a movie Alley. diagonally that's kind of like the Goonies and has a bunch of like '80sness to it. I haven't seen the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. Fail. I know. I've seen parts. You're now the Goonies. not allowed to give me shit about not seeing any movie ever. I. <laughs> okay, no, I've seen the Goonies once, and then I've seen parts of it occasionally, but like I don't remember anything from it yeah. really. I saw Maybe it when I was. A I, I know some quotes, and I've seen. I remember a couple of scenes, but that's about it. Yeah, I love. Uh, what are other movies in that kind of like realm? adventure serial type movies with like kids as like the the like I love Little me. Rascals. Yeah, the Little Rascals yeah. is awesome. Um, oh Stand God. by Me is awesome. Like movies with kids. Stand you by haven't me. seen Stand by Me? Have no. you seen Stand by Me? I saw, I saw Stand by Me when I was so young that I don't even really remember. What that the was plot an was. awesome movie. Um, Goonies is one of those movies. That I don't know if you if you watch it now and you didn't really appreciate it when you were younger, if it will have the same effect. Because for some reason, that's one of those movies that I feel like it's just all nostalgia. It's all it's all nostalgia. No, it's like it's still a good movie regardless. But it's one of those films that when you watched it when you were a kid, it was it magic. Was, it was magic because yeah. you're putting yourself in these kids' shoes mm-hmm. and you can you're experiencing with them. Like uh, I always tell the story about when I watched Superbad for the first time. Mm-hmm. I was 17 years old. I was about to graduate oh, high yeah. school. And, like, I felt like, even though I could not relate to these characters at all, <laughs> I felt like because we were the same age and kind of going through the same sort of yeah, struggles. Yeah, they were written so real. That's, yeah, that's, that, that's that I one. could relate to them mm-hmm. a little bit. I felt like, oh, okay. I kind of I understand where you guys are coming from. And so that movie speaks to me more than it would to someone who was 30 when they watched it. I had you know that I mean? experience with the monster. I don't know if you guys seen The Monster Squad, if you guys even ever heard of that movie. Yeah, I've heard of it. Is that the it. movie where Dracula, the mm-hmm. werewolf, and the mummy all... Uh, suited up in tactical gear and fought crime together. Yes, the Monster Squad. It's the Avengers of m- monsters. Oh, it's the Monster Cinematic Universe. Yeah, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Starting with uh, the vampire and Nick Fury comes in and recruits and Mike them all. Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> but yeah, somebody like... needs to make that the the Monster Cinematic Universe. And have... <laughs> <laughs> Every, everything is a cin- they're making a transformer cinematic universe. I mean there were, there up. was originally a monster cinematic universe I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess back in like what the 30s yeah. and 40s. I feel like I'm going to hate this new trend where everything has to everything have a cinematic is, yeah. universe. Like yeah. Transformers is getting a cinematic I universe. I heard Transformers was crossing with Fast and Furious. That's I was what like, I heard too. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's an interesting rumor. That would make so much more sense that these characters are so, I don't know. Yeah. They're superheroes? <laughs> yeah. I mean, go ahead, Hollywood. Make it. I don't care. I'll, I'll probably watch a couple of them. Like, can you imagine just, like, you see this, like, a trailer open up, and you see, like, yeah. Vin Diesel driving, and then yeah. all of a sudden his car turns into fucking Optimus Prime, and you're yes. like, what's happening? Yes. I would not. I would be like... Grant, okay, I would so... Be like, I would be so <laughs> confused. <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah, so in the past couple of years, um, I've been kind of changing my perspective on these movies, these types of movies where the, your first reaction is, why are they making this? This mm-hmm. makes no sense. Who's going to watch it? Well, there's still going to be a couple China, of people. Dude. Yeah, I China mean. watches the shit out of all these movies. You guys look at the box office numbers for some of these international. movies. International. They fail. Yeah. Domestically. And they make so much Dude. money in China and other uh, international markets mm-hmm. that they make their money ten times over. Mm-hmm. So, like, who's watching yeah. it? International people. Yep. The they international love those box office. Lots and that's of cool. People. And it's also creating a lot of jobs. Yep. So, I'm not complaining. Nah, man. That's important. I'll be honest, dude. I like. Uh, I think those. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest. I think those movies are. They have their place 
it kind of sucks that they're taking over. Mm-hmm. And it kind of sucks that now movies are starting to be catered to uh, catered to certain audiences more than others. So, like, the stories are starting to become more simplistic and basic so they can translate well. Yeah. And things are starting to be based in different countries again. So, uh, to try to get those people specifically to go out and see the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, that's great. I feel like if it actually interferes with the quality of the film, then that's an issue. Because I know, like... For instance, Guardians of the Galaxy did not do well internationally. True. I mean, I think it did well, but it didn't do as well as it could have Mm -hmm. because the translations, specifically in China, were bad translations. The official translations were not good. I think we had this conversation last week. Mm -hmm. So, like, it didn't do that great internationally. And if if the translations were better, the captions were actually, like, uh, how they are in the U.S., essentially. (laughs) Like, that movie could have done substantially better. what they imply. Yeah, because, well, apparently, like, they they just did not, words did not translate over well. Mm -hmm. And that sucks, because Guardians of the Galaxy was probably one of the best movies that came out that year. Yeah. And, uh... Interesting. Like, that's one of those It's funny, because on the other side of the coin, uh, foreign movies that I like, I wonder what the experience would be like if... I could understand the native language. Yeah, mm. like for Crouching sure. Tiger, Hidden Dragon. If I understood Mandarin and Cantonese, mm. yeah. the raid, the raid, yeah, mm-hmm. Indonesian. Mm-hmm. Um, so just oh. watch Dread, Red Cliffs. Red Cliffs is so good. It's um, the biggest Chinese production to date. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like a budget of a hundred million. Damn. Whoa. In that, if, many money. Like. In that time, translated to U.S. dollars, somewhere in that ballpark or something like that, like between fifty million to a hundred million, it's Whew, fucking huge. Lot. It's it came in two parts, uh, part one and part two, like full movies that was released like uh, a, a year, year apart, a year apart. But when they brought it to the U.S., they chopped it all up and condensed it into one movie. Which at the time when I saw it, it was available on Netflix as one the U.S. version, one whole movie. Yeah, so part one is 146 minutes, part two is 142, so mm-hmm. total is 288. The and edited I, version is 148 minutes. Yeah. Barely longer than the first part. Like, Whoa. Yeah, exactly. What? When I saw that, that is the a U.S. version, amount. I love that movie, but I still haven't seen part one and part two, like the originally intended version. Mm-hmm. I only saw the U.S. version, or the U.S. import. It wasn't dubbed. Mm-hmm. It was uh, subbed. Subbed, okay. And I... It definitely felt fast. Like there were certain parts of the story where it just skips forward in time. Like okay, yeah, that's like Batman v Superman. Yeah, yeah, that's a tremendous amount of content cut. It's John Woo, isn't it? Hella John Woo, because that action was insane. The storytelling is amazing. Yep, and it is in Cantonese or Mandarin, Cantonese. So like. Or like a movie like uh, sorry, uh, but a movie like The Drunken Master. Yeah, like I enter the. Oh no! Enter the Dragon has been Enter the Dragon was dubbed, mm-hmm. but what if it was just in English, like how it was meant? Because mm-hmm. they're just trying to line the. If lips we could up. just understand the actual language, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I that would be so cool. I have yet to see a movie in a foreign language Sorry. where I could understand everything fluently, where I can just follow the story and yeah. listen to what they're saying rather than trying to think Freak. about how to translate it exactly. in my head. I try to watch, like, my parents are always watching, my grandma specifically always watches uh, movies with 
uh, uh, Persian old Persian movies, and mm-hmm. I'll walk in and like see them uh, watching it, and I'll, I'll only get like a word here and there. They usually speak so quickly. Yeah, see, that's that I how I keep up. Yeah, yeah, with Vietnamese films, uh, that's how I feel too. Even it's funny because the dialect that I speak at home, not even a dialect, it's just like really slang based. I yeah, guess. I was just gonna say it's probably not as formal. No, it's definitely not as formal. It's funny whenever I watch Vietnamese movies or official Vietnamese broadcasts. Uh, they speak so formally that I can barely understand them That's because so I'm funny. so used to hearing yeah. the like the spoken home spoken version. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Uh, first generation, man. <laughs> first generation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, cool. Uh, I think we can wrap it up. Uh, this was a weird episode. Yeah, it was. Uh, kind of all over the place. Uh. I guess to- we don't have Tony to keep us in line. <laughs> yeah, he's the one that keeps us yeah. in line. Yeah, that's that's the case. <laughs> uh, thanks for watching another episode. If you guys want to support us, make sure to check out the Isma Socks. If you're not sure what that is, it is a hawk. No, it is a sock. Two socks. One Two socks. Uh, and they have our logo on it. Jeremy's going to put it right here, right now, so you can see it. You see it? It's pretty. Uh, pick them up because they're only available for the next uh, eight days. And if you want to get yours, get it now before they are gone. And uh, support us over on Patreon. Uh, we appreciate all the support we get there. And it helps us make the awesome videos that we are spending so much time and effort on. So uh, please support yeah. us in doing that. And speaking of which, uh, we're going to start working on that next video as soon as we leave this table. So Leave the studio. Okay. Yeah, leave the Bye. studio.